Hello everyone to another random podcast where I, your host, Muhammad Amr, interview very interesting people in unscripted conversation and a casual exchange. The podcast is coming from my room in Berlin where there is no super technical equipment needed. So if you hear anything in the background that is not poor isolation, that's just letting you into the discussion environment. Our podcast idea is simple. We have a list of words that we put in randomizer and then we click randomize and then the random word from the list will be the topic of the day. No preparation, maybe we have no idea what the word means or not really have any information at all. But the goal is to discover and discuss. So today I'm also have a great, great uh, person. He's also my neighbor and my guest for today is... Uh, hello everyone, my name is Jeff, Jeff Mills, I'm from the U of K uh, and uh, I uh, have been living in Berlin for just over two years and professionally uh, one tends to introduce oneself in those terms, I don't know why people do that. Uh, hello, what's, what's your name, what do you do for a living? That's one of those questions that people ask. But anyway, I, I'm a, I juggle uh, between writing and performing and writing uh, and editing and drinking and recovering from hangovers. And that's, you know, the way I choose to spend my days. Great, great. Uh, may I ask like a short uh, uh, question, like uh, before the, the whole thing, why, why did you choose Berlin specifically? I didn't really choose it. It chose me. I came, I visited a friend, I stayed a bit longer been a bit longer, then Corona happened, then Brexit happened, and then by circumstance rather than by design, I find myself here in Berlin. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Well, then, shall we jump right away to the world? Of course, yeah. Okay, yeah. then maybe some drum roll or something, I don't know. Should I add this as a, as a editing, or should we do it with legs and stuff? We could do it with the drum roll, yes. Yeah, yeah. let's do this. And the word is... Glamping. Glamping. And okay. I, have, I have no idea what that means. You know what glamping means? Well, I do. It's a form of extravagant camping. Okay. It's a portmanteau word. The word glamorous and camping put together so that you're camping in style or luxury. Ooh. Oh, my, 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 my. Okay. Well, let's start then with the, ho- the main idea. Camping. Do you like camping? I think it's a fucking terrible idea. Why do people do it? People might have to do it out of necessity. Why people choose to uh, uh, lie beneath some sheets in a field is, is beyond me. My experience of camping really is finding oneself there accidentally after drinking too much. I almost fell to my death once. I once I went camping with a bunch of um, friends in, in the Alps. I'm not sure if that's legal. But we were camping on the side of the Alps, terrible weather, and we found a car park and we set up the, a tent, um, or a couple of tents, and the rain was torrential, um, and because I was with a bunch of Germans, in t- typical Germanic style, they sort of built an elaborate uh, draining method. They constructed a sort of um, series of uh, woodwork, lattice, lattice woodwork uh, frame beneath the tent, so that there would be a drainage system. But we were nevertheless on the side of the Alps and during the night uh, I went to go to the toilet. I didn't have my contact lenses in, I'm very short-sighted. Um, I was inches away from death. I, I didn't know until I'd completed uh, my business uh, and then 
sort of my eyes adjusted to the darkness and realised how calamitously close to plummeting uh, I was. But, what? Uh, yeah. Wow, I had totally the, ex- the opposite experience. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was in a very dark time of my life and uh, I was like, you know, being very unhealthy, eating the worst food possible uh, and uh, yeah, just let's say a very unhealthy lifestyle and uh, that was like for like nine months straight and it was really, really bad and a friend of mine who just like said, uh, he's not a friend of mine, now he's one of my best friends, but at that time I just met him and he said, and I asked him, what do you do for a living? Just like, what do we do? And he said, "Uh, I'm an outdoor uh, tourist. And I was like, what does that mean, you know? And he said, like, I take people for hiking, for cycling, for camping. And I was like, people do that, you know, with all the ignorance in the world. And he said, "Uh, you should come with me, like a a tree, tree, try, try it once. And I was like, yeah, why not? So I went with him to this uh, uh, hiking and then camping and then hiking back. The, the group, first, the group were amazing. It was in Jordan, so it was not that hazardous like yours. Uh, and the weather was awesome. And uh, this is one of the things that I don't understand about people who go and high oh, camp when it's like five degrees and it's raining. I never understood like why. If it's great weather, I totally get it, you know? So it was, for me, it was great weather. It was like 32 degrees, uh, like a, out of nowhere. The sky was full of stars and all of this. And I was laying there on the camping site and there was like a small um, river uh, near me and there was a fire crackling uh, and uh, and I just had an epiphany, you know? And I just like felt I'm part of a bigger thing and it changed my lifestyle 100%. And I became his partner and then he traveled and I became the person and I became an outdoor activity person and for me it was uh, like you know uh, eye-opening experience in a way. No I I, I think you're absolutely right I think it is in theory a way that you can commune with nature I think it's just that because I'm so hopelessly impractical things go wrong you know I wake up and the tents collapse during the night uh, or I can't find the uh, the entrance to the tent, so I end up going into the wrong tent. I'd like to tell you a bit more about that same trip. <laughs> <laughs> Go this ahead. Trip, this trip during, uh, through Austria and Germany. Go ahead. Where on one night, we spent the night in a village, ch- a church hall, actually, because we couldn't find anywhere to, to pitch the tent for the night. And a friend, or a friend's friend, opened up the church hall, and, and there was five or six of us camping on the floor. And that was a moment of brief, blissful respite from the torrential rain. On the same trip, we did park in another car park, which we subsequently discovered was some sort of sex tourist spot, because we kept having um, vans and uh, cars driving in and out. And we we could just um, feel the light through the the tent walls. Uh And then this one car kept coming back, and I think it was being driven by a bunch of drunken youths and they were screaming at one point they drove towards the car very very quickly there was a spinning wheels and gravel and then the lights were full on and then they were it was roaring towards the tent it was a terrifying moment i think they were trying to scare us Mm. and i have to say i I hid in that moment of terror i hid behind my female friend (laughs) i didn't valorously string forward to protect her (laughs) another night we we camped uh, under the public toilets in a uh, motorway service station. What is this? This is horrible. This is not camping. 
what happened there? We, we it, again, it was, it was because it was slightly out of the rain, so we were protected slightly by the toilet roof. So I actually quite enjoyed the, this trip just because it was just so random and sort of unglamorous. It was the opposite of glamping. It was, um, I'm looking for another portmanteau word. Champing. Yes. Like shit camping. Yeah, yeah. Sh- or shambles. Yeah. Shambles, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I think if I do this, I'll probably never go camping again. But I think because I had really good experiences, I'm looking forward to do more camping. Mm. I, I'm not sure I would come along with you. <laughs> well, I, I am... St- I am not glamper, but I would like to be comfortable when I uh, camp. You know, prepare everything, have a comfortable mattress with me, have something that is like, make me feel like I'm enjoying the the effort of going there and having fun. But also, I want to also be like, you know, not suffer. But I know some people might think that the suffering is part of the whole process, maybe, you know, or the extreme measurement, like climbing Mount Everest for no reason whatsoever, right? Beside the, 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 you have climbed Mountain Everest, but I think it's also the, the battle or the, the struggle that comes with it. Maybe, I'm not sure. Yes, yeah. So, uh, going back then to glamping, which is uh, honestly probably the first time I've heard of this thing ever. Uh, so, glamping has an old history, and here from what I'm reading, this is like the oldest, maybe, or the most extravagant example was in the 16th century, uh, 1520, there was a summit, diplomatic summit, between Henry VIII and Francis I of France. And it's called the Field of the Cloth of Gold. It's just weird. And then it developed through the Ottoman Empire and the Austrian, and now it's dominated by American and Brits. It's called boutique camping, comfy camping, luxury camping, or posh camping. Okay, okay. And I think you can camp in yurts, for example. Those are examples, but they've kitted them out with full-on beds and almost a, a fully fitted kitchen. Yeah. I've seen examples of camp, kind of campsites in the sky um, uh, where you can it's sort of elevated uh, okay. accommodation in, in wooden structures. I'm not sure if that is camping. Um, and that looks exciting. Well, I have been to Germany in a place near Dresden because, you know, in Europe it's more regulated, right? So uh, you have to go to a camping site. And in the camping site you have to rent one pl- small place and then and then you have to pay for how many people and then if you want a tent or not or you can bring your own van or your, your own whatever or you can rent boxes, you know? I, I'm not sure if really renting a box to be in a camping site is glamping? You think so? You think it's a glamping? No, may, maybe not. Maybe not. I, so what's glamping like really makes it really glamping? It's like you, what? I, I suppose glamping it has to be a canvas. Canvas. Okay. But then inside it's just, they're probably permanently, permanent structures. At ah. least they, they, they're difficult to take down. So people are renting them at probably exorbitant fee and taking out all of the discomfort and inconvenience of actual camping. Mm. So one wonders why you would bother to go camping. I suppose it's out in the open air and you can put the tents where you would find a tent. I suppose that's the advantage. You're out in the forests, you know, breathing in the 
the fresh air. Ah. Uh -huh. But I've never done it. Never done it? No. Okay, so maybe how about this? I, I spoke about how is it regulated in Europe and that you have to camp in the camping site and it's not really legal to camp anywhere else, uh, you know, the grey zone of, of Europe. But I heard, I, I don't know, that in the UK, especially in Scotland or Wales, that you can go everywhere and camp everywhere you want. Is that, do you know anything about this? Yeah, I, I think, largely speaking, unless it's private land, you're allowed to pitch a tent. However, I have a friend and he set up an app, an app um, and I'm going to find it out so I can do some free advertising for, the, for them. If, you, if you're out camping, you can, it tracks your location and gives you the location of every nearest campsite uh -huh. where you can camp for free, or at least where you can pitch your tent for free, so it might not be a regulated campsite. That is, was quite a remarkable piece of app development, I think. Uh-huh, interesting. Um, but yes, I'll, I'll find out the name and then I can mention it. Sure, sure, we can definitely do free advertisement here. I just want to, whilst I remember, I, there was a tent shop in Stratford-upon-Avon, the birthplace of William Shakespeare, mm -hmm. where, where they have the Swan, Worcester Swan Theatre. And outside one of the camping shops, there was a big sign and it said, now is the discount of our winter tents. If you like Shakespeare, you'll recognise the, the play with words. It's, Probably not. It's, it's a play on Richard III's speech, now is the discount, now is the, the winter of our discontent. Discontent, yeah. uh, okay, discount, okay. Yeah. And now is the discount of our winter tents. Oh, nice. It's quite a nerdy joke. Was it a play where he, got, like, uh, disguised as a, as a peasant and he walks among his soldiers and, and uh, was that it? Or was that the other? No, that's... That's a little touch of Harry in the Night. That's Henry V. Ah, oh, Henry V. Uh, Richard III is the chap who's screaming, a horse, a horse, a kingdom for my horse. Okay. Yeah. Well, we jumped to Shakespeare right away through uh, glamping. Who knew? We're, when in, you know, always resort to subjects you know something about, because I know nothing about glamping. <laughs> like me neither. I camped like... I did the same type of camping. I didn't do extreme. I didn't do low. I would never camp in cold weather, ever, ever. For example, sometimes when I go want to go for a vacation for like one week somewhere nearby Germany, Berlin or something, I would not search normal Airbnb, for example. I would search something that is like a, a room in a castle or an old fortress or, a, you know, a treehouse. You know, something that is weird, uh, that is not comfortable, but also is a bit extravagant if 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 that makes sense in a way yes it's not camping because i can see that there's no hiking there's no going to a spot you're not building maybe your own thing but i can say that i um, I, I look for comfort rather than just do camping per se probably camping enthusiasts enthusiasts now listening to us and they probably like you know hating us for saying all yeah, of this yeah. i would mention that i don't know if it's it counts as camping but the, the whole cult following of camper vans which is a very british thing in particular and possibly i think it comes from america but you know um, these classic camper vans an affection especially for the the style and design of the 1960s, 1970s, mm -hmm. to the extent that there are conventions and there are um, rallies, and then you know VW enthusiasts come together in their thousands to to camp and just enjoy uh, each other's company and share their enthusiasm for camper vans. Interesting. Um, and but it's a hippie thing. I think it derives from the. Kind of but that's also a very European thing. Like this idea of festivals and big stuff 
and like sitting together is a very European thing. Like, which actually what you said really reminded me of festival. There are some specific festivals where people go to the festival like for three days, four days, and they do camping there. Like I remember the other day I was watching this dark tourist show on Netflix and he went somewhere in the UK. I'm not sure exactly where. And he was uh, attending a festival that is recreate World War II. And people are camping there and they're dressed in American clothing, Nazi clothing, French clothing, and they have real battle. And people like camp there also. And I think that's a very common, like Vakin as a, as a big rock and metal fest. A lot of people go there not just to listen to the music or enjoy whatever event there is, but they also kind of enjoy this um, communal camping, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just that enjoyment of sitting around the campfire or getting going back to basics. And that's, I, I can see the appeal for sure. And going back to th- things that I know a little bit about, you know, the oral, co- oral culture of storytelling, mm-hmm. which would, one imagines, would come from community or a tribe of an evening sitting around a campfire keeping each other company and there's something of that in the camping tradition is you know if there's a group of you camping together you will of an evening all come together and sit around a fire and tell each other ghost story drink and recall past events and I, I think there's something about that it's coming together of people in in the elements the opportunity to talk engage at a very human level it's the very opposite i suppose of the advancing technological revolution mm-hmm. which kind of fragments us uh, and camping is you know about togetherness i totally agree i mean ironically even as we're speaking now we there's a there's a digitized kind of fire burning in background yeah a tv um, in the tv you know yeah i want to go back to something about uh, the oral uh, storytelling and i know you a few days ago i was in a pop-up quiz where you were hosting it by the way he hosts amazing pop-up quizzes you should check it out if you are in berlin i think uh, you have a lot of oral storytelling art i think you you're kind of like at least from my perspective you're good at it which i'm gonna do something that probably you're not gonna like but i'm gonna do it in the way okay through because you have you do a a lot of uh, creative writing workshops and do a lot through your company or your name, which is Silverscript. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So maybe you tell us about our Silverscript more, so I can put the link there down in the in the podcast, and maybe people are interested, you know, in uh, uh, checking you out and maybe take some of part of your courses or something, because I think you you do it well and you kind of really bring it all together. I hope that doesn't bother you that I'm doing this, but uh, go ahead then. No, no. So I mean, I I sort of bring together many of the things that I do under one name, Silverscript, and that does involve some voiceover work and creative writing workshops, drama and occasionally improv workshops, Um, but that's sort of drama improv rather than comic improv. Other random events. I like bringing people together. That's the other connection, I suppose, with camping, Mm. is often I do events not so much for, for what the event can offer, but the opportunity to bring together people with similar interests and I really enjoy doing that so yeah it's I think it's silver-script.org or silverscript.co.uk they cool I'll add them to the script yeah I think that maybe that's a wrap today word is glamping glamorous camping and uh, and I think it's a very interesting topic because I think in Europe especially a lot of people like camping Uh, thank you very much for being here uh, all the, the you can find the podcast on the website. You can listen directly from there, or you can of course visit all the you know famous podcast 
uh, channel, you know, Spotify, Google Podcast, and all the other other stuff. Thank you very much for listening, and have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye.